Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, guys. This isn't a regular episode. This is something me and Matt do for a site called sportsbookreview.com. So do be aware that this episode does heavily feature the topic of gambling. If that's not suitable for you or the people who listen with you, then I will see you guys on Sunday. For everybody else, I will say that we are talking to an audience that is not as wizened, perhaps, as you guys are in Formula One. So we do dumb things down a little bit and we do spend a little bit of time putting things into context and explaining who people are and some basic concepts about Formula One to help people be informed with their bets. That said, it's a fast-paced preview. Make sure you tune in to Missed Apex Podcast on YouTube, 8pm on Sunday to join us for the race review. Oh, and one last thing. We don't get paid for this. I have a genuine interest in gambling. For me, Putting a few bets on enhances my enjoyment of the show. However, do be aware that gambling can become a problem. Gamble responsibly. Talk to people about gambling. And if you think that you or someone you care about may have a problem, I can recommend going to begambleaware.org to find advice on what to do. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to the Sportsbook Review betting preview of the Hungarian Formula One Grand Prix. Hi, I'm Richard Spanners-Ready, the host of Missed Apex Podcast. I'm joined by my regular co-host and host of e-radio show, Matt Two Rumpets. How's it going, Matt? Oh, it, it was going fine until the live stream couldn't hear me and said it was all better. Now I think I might take my toys and go home. Mm, they missed you talking about the interesting history of Russian firearms. Yes, well, you know, I do like to talk about the most fascinating and topical things. Well, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to give you a preview of the Hungarian Formula One Grand Prix taking place this Sunday. Let's see if we can help you lay down your cash on some smart bets this weekend. Let's make betters better. Matt and I host a regular live stream and podcast on Sundays after the race at 8pm UK time on the Missed Apex Podcast YouTube channel. So search that, subscribe Click the little bell and you'll get a notification when we go live around 8 p.m. UK time. So, Matt, Silverstone, the championship turned on its head. Yes, I see. You avoided the uh, the pun that I left for you in the, in, the, in the notes, which is fair enough. Fair enough. I know. Do you want me to do it? Okay, then. The championship, 
uh, hang on, Silverstone was an entirely different race. Don't write scripts for me with terrible jokes. I'm a dad. I have no choice. It's part of my heritage at this point. So let's set the scene then, is what you're basically saying is Mercedes had a setup where they could basically, at the start of the season, either set up for one of the tyre compounds or the other. They found it very difficult to have a race set up where they could accommodate both compounds of tyres that you have to use in Formula One. But it looks now like they finally got to grips with it. Almost, but entirely wrong. Oh, what happened was they had a trick hydraulic suspension and it got taken away from them because they were naughty little boys. And once it was taken away, they could set up the car to either make the front of the car work or the back of the car work. But getting both parts of the car to work at the same time was problematic and that caused them tire troubles, you know, either in the back or the front. But they finally have sorted that out. And in the meantime, and this is what made Silverstone such an interesting race, is first of all, the basic design of the of the Mercedes car, long wheelbase, was already going to be better suited to the kind of circuit that Silverstone was than the Ferrari, which was slightly shorter. But on top of that, and we've learned subsequently, thanks to Mark Hughes' excellent reporting, the trick floor that Ferrari was employing that had a flexible slot in it that flexible slot, uh, they were required to make stiff. And as a result, they were the ones now struggling to get the fronts and the backs working the way they wanted to because their their toy had been taken away by the FIA. So what uh, I think he went to detail in that argument, uh, in that article, was that Mercedes could take a wide line, turn in very sharply, and the car would just follow the front end, whereas the Ferrari was having to throw the front end into the corner and then the whole rest of the car was struggling to keep up with it. And that's why they ended up kind of ripping their tires to bits. Yeah, basically, they would turn in, but the car wouldn't turn. There wasn't enough uh, downforce. So the front wheels would slide until the rear rotated the car. Whereas Mercedes was very sharp at the front end, and they could take exactly the line they wanted to with minimal uh, slip angle, I think is what it's called, between where you turn the tires and where the car is actually going. And that that because uh, especially because Vettel ran a very short first stint, that proved to be the difference in the race and ultimately uh, responsible, which is more or less the conclusion for both the Ferraris losing a front tire in the very, very closing stages of the race, which had magnificent impact on the championship. Well, you know, I'm a bit of a Lewis Hamilton fan and Sebastian Vettel went into the British Grand Prix with a 20 point lead in the championship. And there were some people, I believe, hastily saying it was Sebastian Vettel's championship to lose. However, with this turn of tides, uh, Hamilton is now one point alone. So that's a 19 point swing in the championship. Uh, actually, Sebastian Vettel's lucky that he is still ahead because he was able to recover from a puncture in the last few laps to finish seventh and still pick up some points. Yeah, he, he was very much so. He could have been ever so much worse. He could have destroyed the car. He could have not been able to get it back to the pits. We've seen, you know, across motorsport, those sorts of things. Yeah, championships really do hinge on him. And, and Lewis has had his fair share of mechanicals. And we know now, still sitting on the shoulders of Vettel and Ferrari, is the fact that they're already on their fourth of four turbochargers. And we're just at the halfway point, more or less, of the season. So that means there'll be some penalties uh, down the road. Of course, that doesn't affect the Hungarian Grand Prix that we will be previewing. Uh, so Ferrari looked to have taken a back step. Mercedes looking utterly, utterly dominant. 
Of course, when we go on to Hungary, we'll see this very, very different circuit characteristics. Uh, but what else uh, struck you in Silverstone? Because the Red Bulls, actually, given that it was a power track and they have the penalty of a Renault engine in the back of their car, they actually did look a bit fighty. And Daniel Ricciardo fought back from the back of the grid twice uh, and looked quite racy. Yeah, he did. And and this is what has happened is um, Adrian Newey, chief designer at Red Bull throughout all of their championship seasons, had, well, you could call it a bit of a sabbatical. He'd gone off and tried to design some boats and he'd sort of just been living the good life and, and crashing the occasional race car on his own, I would assume. And um, anyway, the performance of Red Bull is such that they have called him back into the woodshed and he's gotten back to work and we've seen immediate results from this in terms of we're hearing about a brand new chassis but in particular the bits of the front wing that are called the in plates are now very very tricky and what is happening is as they go fast the angle of these in plates is changing due solely to the pressure of the air on them and it's reducing the amount of drag that the car has, which is letting their letting their slightly underpowered engine keep up with the uh, big boys a little bit better. And then as they slow down, it changes again and adds the downforce so that they maintain their um, sharp steering and have less issues with the tires than, say, Ferrari were having in Silverstone. Ah, sneaky Red Bull. Always basically cheating. But yes, with uh, with that philosophy back in, perhaps we can look to Red Bull to be picking up more points, more podiums, as we get to tracks where power is perhaps less dependent. Spoiler, Hungary is a track where power is less dependent. But before we go there... I think the two Red Bull drivers are pretty much matching each other still. Verstappen has had the bad luck, and he had bad luck again, Matt, because he could easily have ended up on the podium, taking advantage of the Ferraris and their tyre problems. But Red Bull saw what was happening to Ferrari and said, no, 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 you have to come in as well. Max didn't seem very happy about it, but he did have to come in and get a new set of boots. Yeah, well, it was uh, it it would it would have been a serious throw of the dice as he was suffering from some of the same blistering issues that that Raikkonen and and Vettel were both having. And since they had both come in, it was basically a free pit stop for him. He was going to lose no places and that ensured he made it to the end of the race and pulled in a good haul of points for the team. And it's worth reminding all of the listeners out there that the money is paid out according to the constructor points, not the driver points. So occasionally, if push comes to shove, you're always going to see a team ensure that it gets a good haul of championship points for the constructor's championship. And your boy Esteban Ocon had a good race at Silverstone as well. Yes, yes, yes. The Force Indias are just looking better and better, and he's looking better and better too. And uh, it's going to be... They seem to have worked out the kinks from Baku, but it's going to be interesting as Perez comes under more pressure to see how he and the team respond to it. Now, if you look at the odds, Perez is still being given shorter odds than Ocon at just about every single race. But this is changing and there's rumors building that Sergio Perez basically wants away from Force India now, or what will be called Force One, I believe, very shortly, in order to pursue perhaps a Ferrari seat or a Renault seat. And rumour has it that he has been spooked by Ocon's performance. And I think Force India are very, very pleased that the potential Ocon has has been unlocked very, very early. Uh, Yeah, he's one of those rare youngsters who's walked in the door, learned a lot, 
and just gotten right on top of it. Most, and we could look at, for example, Lance Stroll, it can be a real adjustment. Formula One from the junior series, this doesn't seem to have bothered Ocon at all. And that speaks well to his future. I mean, you're looking at someone who's definitely on track right now for a drive at one of the top teams. Okay, so let's go on to the Hungaro Ring, which is the host of the Hungarian Grand Prix. One of my favorite tracks, Matt, and I have to say that is based on the enjoyment of playing it on video games, because I don't get to go around these tracks in a Formula One car. But when you play it on the video games, it's a very flowing circuit. It's all very joined up. One corner leads into the next. It's a very challenging circuit. However, it does have more in common with, say, Monaco than it does with Silverstone. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, uh, Hungara Ring is about the closest thing you'll find to an actual go-kart track in the Formula One calendar. And all of this means that the huge power advantage uh, that Mercedes and Ferrari uh, enjoy over the Renault-powered cars such as the Red Bull and, you know, even the Honda cars, because Fernando Alonso, you know, could be worth a punt for a point or two this week is reduced so we're talking about cars with good balance and good aero and perhaps there aren't the one kilometer straight for the mercedes powered cars to just disappear right exactly uh we saw that in baku we saw it in silverstone uh it's going to be much closer the margins will be tighter and uh tires your favorite subject will Mm -hmm. again be very very important Uh, i think you could look at Ricardo may be having an advantage over Verstappen. He's rumored to be better with resource and tire management, even though Verstappen has been generally trouncing him in quali. So that I don't know what the odds are on him getting a podium, but definitely if I had to choose right now, I would lean a little bit that direction. So you would go for Daniel Ricciardo to get a podium over Max Verstappen. Interestingly, the bookies all season have pretty much had these two as equal going into both weekends. So for a podium place, let's start there. Uh, You would assume on form that the top three spots would be taken by three of the four guys from Mercedes and Ferrari. But if you're looking at a couple of them tripping over, all the Red Bulls sneaking in with a new sneaky aero, both Red Bull drivers for a podium are 13 to 8. So that is definitely a bit of a punt, uh, but it's hard to choose between the two. And I think people are very split between whether they fancy Max Verstappen's more dynamic style and just the solid raciness that Daniel Ricciardo has. But there's no doubt that both these guys are fantastic racers. Yeah, well, I mean, you you can see... Uh, to me, the thing about the Hungara ring is that it, it really does. It's going to eat your tires if you don't do a good job of managing it. And I think with his experience and his his setup knowledge, I think Ricky Yarder just does have the slight advantage. And this is also why Red Bull is completely worth the punt, because we saw Ferrari having issues with their tires at Silverstone. Now, granted, the Ferrari chassis is supposed to set up much better, but if they haven't sorted out the balance of the car, thanks to losing that trick slot on on their floor, then they, they could actually struggle a bit. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com in the race, although they'll probably be good in quality. Okay, well, let's go for winning car then, and then I'm going to disagree with you about which Red Bull driver is going to do well at the Hungaro ring. Uh, so Mercedes are two to five, and I think that reflects the step change we've seen in the last few races. They were dominant in Canada. They were dominant in Austria, bar a flat spot for Valtteri Bottas that let Vettel kind of get back in the hunt towards the end of it, and they were dominant in Silverstone as well. Uh, so I think the odds of two to five are reflecting that. Ferrari, five to do to two, conversely, and I think all things being equal, on a track where you can't overtake very easily, you are going to find that the Mercedes still have a massive qualifying advantage, come what may. So the Ferraris could find themselves, even with better race pace, being stuck behind a Mercedes or two, and finding that they're wearing away their tyres in the less grippy, dirty air behind them. Uh, and if you want to punt on a Red Bull, it's 13 to 2 for a Red Bull to, to do well as well. Uh, you have to remember that qualifying is a huge, huge advantage here at the Hungaro Ring. So if you're betting live or betting just before race day, you really want to look at what grid positions they've got. But Matt, here's my theory. Only certain drivers can overtake at this track. It doesn't suit all the driving styles. Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel can definitely overtake here. Mark Webber used to be able to overtake here and he was someone who would lean heavily on the tyres. And I think, I suspect, Max Verstappen is going to be part of that club of people that can get past on the Hungaro ring, whereas Daniel Ricciardo, maybe not so much. Yeah, well, he did indeed have a fourth in Hungary when he's um, when he was in Scuderia Toro Rosso, yeah. which the chat room has kindly thrown up for us. There. Thank you, Jelly Fock, in the chat room. And you could definitely look at that, but I'd, I'd still give the nod to Ricciardo uh, just based on resource management. He's going to be the one with better tires at the end of the race. And we all know he's entirely capable of making the overtakes happen when they need to. Okay, for the outright win, I've been unbearable of late because as a Lewis Hamilton fan, hey, I'm British. I can't help it. He's a three-time British world champion. He's on fire at the moment. He did really well in Austria, but he had a gearbox penalty. He was dominant in Canada, and he was just on epic form at his home Grand Prix. Uh, so if you're a British Lewis Hamilton fan, it's time to be very, very excited. And hung the Hungara ring, is very much Lewis Hamilton territory. He loves it here. He likes to win here. Yeah, he owns the track. I think it's possibly his most favorite track to drive, and the car is in magnificent form at the moment. And I'm going to guess you're going to find the odds probably reflect that. He has to be the pick to win. Do you know what, though? It's not as short as I thought it was going to be. I'm looking at Bet365, and they have it at 5-6. to six. Now, I will tell you, I will absolutely be right now after this show 
putting some cash down on Lewis Hamilton at five to six to win the Hungarian Grand Prix. I think that is an absolute shoe in. Uh, 10 to 3 for Sebastian Vettel, maybe trying to entice you into uh, putting a bet on for him to win. But I think things have to go wrong for Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas for Sebastian Vettel to pick up that win. Valtteri Bottas slightly longer at 9 to 2, which I think is unfair. I think he's got the measure of Sebastian Vettel in the current machinery they've got. Yeah, well, and, and this is this is the open question. Like I said, if Ferrari have overcome the technical difficulties associated with the last ruling from the FIA, their basic chassis, the, the shorter wheelbase chassis, is actually better suited to this track. And so you have a very interesting conundrum with Lewis being brilliant at the track and loving it, but maybe Ferrari having a machine slightly better. At- oh, I seem to have... And- Matt, I temporarily oh, lost you there. Advantage in qualifying. Sorry, Matt, I temporarily lost you there. So I let's just go, let's go back to, uh, has a machine slightly better for? Right. Uh, Ferrari has a machine slightly better suited to this track with its shorter wheelbase, if you're just looking at the cars on paper. Now, if they've managed to overcome the deficit created by the last FIA technical ruling, which is entirely possible because we saw Mercedes get over that same thing and we've seen Ferrari get over another ruling against them as well, then they have the better car for the circuit. But Lewis loves the circuit and owns the circuit. And Mercedes has always retained its qualifying advantage. As you point out with the difficulties associated in overtaking, you know, it, it could be an epic race if they're both on form. Joshua Clare in our chat room makes quite a good point, which is that of all the tracks of the season, the Hungara ring is probably the most suited to this year's Ferrari. So... If Mercedes can beat them there, then I really do think the title fight is Hamilton's to lose. Like We're going to see, this could be pivotal in the championship fight. If Mercedes run away with it here, it could be all over. And we could be just saying, bet Mercedes, bet Mercedes, bet Mercedes all season long. Yes. Yeah, we could be. But that's that's one reason why I'm really looking forward to it. Because it's an open question whether or not they've gotten on top of it. And if they have, it'll be an epic battle all the way to the finish line. All right, let's look at the top six finish then. So for people not overly familiar with Formula One, years ago, they didn't give points to the top 10. They only gave points to the top six. Personally, I think they should do points all the way down so that the lower tier teams can figure out where they are in the championship. I don't like their positions being decided by the odd fluky 10th place, but I digress. So most bookies will offer a top six finish for Formula One. Now, all things being equal, the top six will be the Ferraris, the Mercedes and the Red Bulls. Now, every single race, I think, for the last five or six races, one of those top six has failed to finish. That means there is room for one of the also rounds to pop in and get a top six, Matt. So this is a very interesting field for me. And it's the two Force Indias, that won't surprise you. Nico Hülkenberg in his Renault. Interestingly, Palmer really isn't in the frame here. Fernando Alonso in his Honda that might not have too much of a power deficit around here. And then the two Toro Rosso boys. So uh, I think Sergio Perez and Esteban Ocon. Sergio Perez at five to four to pick up a top six place. And Esteban Ocon at two to one is really, really tempting. Yes. Well, especially he did finish ahead of Perez. So if it happens again, that would be that would be a nice take home, wouldn't it? Yes, I think Esteban Ocon at two to one to cheer him on to finish in the top six, because I reckon those guys will be running kind of seventh and eighth. And then you're looking for, you know, one or two of the top six to fall over. And that has been happening this season. Uh, Rob Graham 
in the chat room says Hulkenberg for the top six, and he's been on form as well. Three to one, bit of a longer shot, but wasn't he as high as, did he not finish fifth uh, overall in Silverstone? Yeah, he was either fifth or sixth, but yeah, yeah. He, he, he overperformed in Silverstone quite a bit, and he he's always a good he's always a good shot. He's a very capable pair of hands and has demonstrated what the Renault is truly capable of. So in this top six battle, there's three at three to one, and that is Nico Hockenberg, Fernando Alonso in the Honda, and Carlos Sainz in the Toro Rosso. And I think out of the two Toro Rosso boys, Carlos Sainz and Danny Kvyat. Danny Kvyat looks all at sea and lost. Carlos Sainz looks like he may have been getting over the hiccups he had in the middle part of the early season. Uh, so if you're going to do a Toro Rosso, I would say Carlos Sainz. But for the top six for me, Esteban Ocon, 2-1, to one, or Nico Hulkenberg, 3-1. to one. I would stay away from Fernando Alonso just because those Hondas cannot seem to put a whole race together. Well, and and remember, too, this is also getting kind of interesting because uh, Van Dorn properly beat Alonso in qualifying um, in Silverstone, making Q3 where Alonso didn't. So uh, it could be that Van Dorn is finally coming onto form. And they did have a good run in the tire testing. The Honda did 117 laps, although it was wet testing. So I don't think the power unit was being stressed as much as it would be were it dry testing. Okay, and then for the top 10 finish to pick up points of any kind, I think my tip for a top 10 here at, hang on a minute, I've lost it. It's Roman Grosjean anyway for a points finish in the Haas at 5-4. to four. So better than even money for Roman Grosjean, who I think has been allowed to change his brake supplier, which is what he's been struggling with for the whole of this season and the last season, in fact. So Roman Grosjean to pull it out of the bag and pick up a point on Sunday. Yeah, the the Haas is a decent machine and it's powered by the Ferrari engine, which which will give it all the grunt it needs to get around the track quickly. Okay, so where should we go now? I think um I think we've covered just about all the odds. Um Joshua Clare is asking, what are the odds for a double finish for McLaren? I think that's that's wild, crazy speculation. I think we're into dream bet territory there. Uh who who is um sorry, you you put who's unlucky duck in Q1? Yeah, well, I mean, if we're talking about some of the otter bets, it's worth noting that Sauber's Ooh, bringing a yeah. huge update to the track. And although they're running old engines, as as you point out, the nature of the track is such that the power differential is less important. And we've seen Pascal Verline do some very, very good things in what has to be considered by far the slowest car in the field. So if you're looking for bizarre or weird bets, it might be if you're looking for someone to get out of Q1 who normally doesn't. Uh huh. You could put a little money down on there. And and what I meant by who's an unlucky duck, if you look at qualifying, basically, who's going to be out in the first session in qualifying? Usually, it's going to be your two salvers, Palmer, who almost made it out last time, and usually Stroll tend to take up those spots. And then there's always one person who gets unlucky in a better car to um to take that last place and and who that person is could could be a could be an interesting bet i guess if you're looking at it that's what i meant by that okay and finally what i'll finish on matt i think is my bet for first to retire do you have a favorite for first to leave this grand prix to not finish it oh my goodness that's that's going to be a very very tough one to call uh it's if you go on just pure bad luck you've got jolian palmer who didn't even manage to start the last Grand Prix. But the odds on that are very short. 
uh, at 10 to 1. When you look at those, some other drivers at 33 to 1, uh, Julian Palmer is at 10 to 1. So the bookie's thinking that it's more, more than just dumb chance. But I think good value at 14 to 1 is the erratic lap 1 dynamo torpedo Daniel Kvyat at 14 to 1 is a handy bet for first to retire. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking more of who would be most prone to mechanical problems. And, you know, that that's probably going to be Briggs. Excellent, guys. Thanks for listening to us on Sportsbook Review. You can find Matt at MattPT55. Also, his wife writes some books. Where can we find those? At A. Weaver writes and uh, AmandaWeaver.com. Also, follow our show at Missed Apex F1 and me personally at Spanners Ready. I'm the best one. Until next time, enjoy the race and remember that wounds heal, chicks dig scars, and glory lasts forever. This is Missed Apex. One last thing. Hi guys, Spanners here. I would like to invite you to join me go-karting. So, basically me, Jeansy Van Jean, Rainbow Sparkle Stevens and Bradley Philpot are going to be having a race at Milton Keynes Daytona on the 12th of August. It's going to be an evening race, so turn up at 7 o'clock. We'll have our briefing at half past 7 and then we will go racing very shortly after that, be in the bar by half past eight, uh, having some beers and talking about my fantastic overtaking manoeuvres and how Chris really struggled without the racing line assist. Now, normally this session would go for £74, and I know that does seem like it's expensive, and I could have had several smaller races at indoor tracks, but why not just go out if we're going to do it Let's do it at a proper venue, uh, a kilometre plus track with fast carts, with their Sodi carts. And speaking to Faye at Milton Keynes Daytona, she has said that Daytona Motorsports are happy to give this session to Missed Apex podcast listeners for 60 quid a seat. So that does put it into a zone that is a, a little bit more palatable. And I think 60 quid to come and have a Missed Apex karting event seems like very good value to me. So I hope you'll be able to join me. Go to at Spanners Ready and look at the pinned tweet on there. You have to call them on the number in that tweet and then quote Missed Apex. Uh, and then you'll get the discount. Let me know at me on Twitter so that I know that you are coming. And I'll try and sort out stuff like name tags and things like that so that you know who has passed you or who you're about to pass on the track. Come karting. It will be fun. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.